My name's Bridget, and welcome to my podcast, Wake Up and Thrive. I wear a lot of hats, but the ones I'm most proud of are being a sober mom to my four kids, a wife to my best friend, a forever student of life, a registered nurse, and a certified life coach. You can usually find me planning and enjoying quality moments with those I love, or coaching women on how to do the same. All of our lives are made up of tiny moments, both beautiful and messy. I know we all want more feel-good moments, but I believe it's the ones that challenge us that become the catalyst for our growth. That's what we do in this space. We explore everyday moments that we deem hard, and instead of allowing them to keep us stuck, we lean into their lessons and let them wake us up. So if you're ready and willing, I'd love to invite you to come along. All you need is an open mind. It's time. It's time to wake up and thrive. Hello, happy Monday. Welcome back to Wake Up and Thrive. I have such a special conversation slash interview slash guest to share with you guys today. This is one of my favorite human beings on this earth. I have known this boy his entire life. I am bringing on my oldest son, Hunter. He, We're going to have a conversation about our relationship, what it's been like um, growing up with young parents. <laughs> He is actually this past weekend, by the time this this episode launches, he will have graduated from high school. He is now officially an adult going off to college to play baseball. And I, I just could not be more proud of who this kid is and just everything, everything that he stands for. He's he's somebody when I was his age, well, when I was his age, I was pregnant with him. <laughs> but when I was his age and even before, I, I was so lost. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know my values. And he has such a strong stand for who he is, what he believes in, what's important to him. And he doesn't waver. And it's something I really admire in him. I love about him and I'm excited to talk to him about. So I'm going to bring him on. We're, I'm going to ask him some questions. We we have not planned this at all. We're just going to kind of talk about our relationship, what's worked, what he wishes changed. Um, and he's going to sort of give us his insight, his perspective um, on being a teen these days and what's it like. So I hope whether you have kids or not, that you'll take something from this conversation. and. Um, hopefully apply it to, to someone young in your life today. So hope you enjoy the conversation. So I want to start by welcoming Hunter. Hunter, say hello. Hello. Are you excited to be here? I'm just thrilled. I just asked him yesterday to be on my podcast. And what was your response? I couldn't even remember. I think it was just <laughs> tears of excitement. There you go. There was some some something about your face. I wasn't sure how to read it. Um, so I guess my first question is how does it feel to be the exact same age I was when I found out I was having you? It's a little scary. I mean, I feel like I have to live up to the reputation, but then and again, I don't really want to Please make the don't same live mistake. Up to the reputation. <laughs> <laughs> what's it what's it been like to have parents that are so young? It's actually kind of cool. Um and you guys still kind of like relate to everything that I go through and it's still kind of familiar with you guys since, you know, it wasn't that long ago for you. Um, and like all my friends, like they're all, all pretty close with you guys. Um, especially, especially dad, no offense. But. Yeah, no, none taken. He's kind of a big kid. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So yeah, pretty good. All right. And Hunter, you're kind of a man of few words. Um, Okay. Well, I'm so happy that you're on here. He's giving me the finger, everybody. So that's wonderful. Um, why don't you, before I ask the first question, um, and really, actually, I'm going to kind of let you take it. I just really want, I want to hear from you, your perspective um, about what, when you think back over your high school years, even before, what has been something that dad and I have done really well? 
Um, something you guys have done very well is like when you realize like like some some problems I face and like some issues I go through, like I can't always come to you guys and talk about and you guys like realize that and you'll give me like some space and stuff and you won't like pester me and keep saying, What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? And instead of doing that, you guys will will like like either do like little chores that I'm expected to do, like just like the little things like that. Like if I'm supposed to take out the trash, you notice something's wrong. Instead of asking me to do that, you'll just do it yourself. And that's something I really appreciate. Um, so yeah, it's something you guys have done really good. I really like that answer. That was actually kind of unexpected for me um, to hear you say. It's definitely not something we're consciously or intentionally doing. I think as parents, we're continuing to tune into what we want. Like we want to know what's wrong, right? When you come home in a bad mood. Mm -hmm. But one thing I've learned, I think specifically through sports is, is giving you that space and giving you, and it's funny because I think when we give you the space, you end up coming back to us and talking to us a lot more. And we actually have better conversations, um, even though it's not on our timeline. So we've definitely had to learn that through trial and error. So I love that. Um, Okay. Awesome. So just taking, that's one thing. I'm sure you have a whole list of things we've done really, really well. Totally. Okay. So we'll get to more of those. Mm -hmm. What about, is there something that we maybe didn't do really well or something you wish we would have done better? Um, well, something, wait, be gentle. Okay, gotcha. Um, well, this is mainly dad, but some mainly dad. But something okay. he used to do, like when, like when I was young and come back from a baseball game, or like if, yeah, come back from a baseball game and I don't like perform the way I want to, like I'm already super upset about it. I don't really need you to be my coach and tell me like everything I did wrong, what to do better. Like I don't, I don't need that. I need you to be my parent and like kind of, kind of like comfort me I guess and like maybe take me out to eat maybe help me feel a little better and then maybe the next day when I'm in a better mood that's when you can coach me and that's something dad has gotten a lot better about doing so Mm. appreciate that no that's really good okay and I love that his dad just like peeked his head in and I had to be like Paul you need to go Hunter just threw you under the bus (laughs) but um no I actually I really do love that you said that again I think that's something we learned through trial and error um it's it's really hard. It's really hard when you see your kid struggling and you know why they're struggling or you have the answer to that could potentially help them. It's so easy. And I think we do this whether it's your kid or it's like another, maybe it's your spouse or your partner or your coworker where we want to fix it. And what I'm hearing you say is it's actually, you already know. You already and know you didn't play a good game. That's a conversation like I've, I've had with dad and mm. he kind of listened and well, I think it's a conversation you're already having with yourself. Mm-hmm. So what I'm hearing you say is that you don't really need us to say it out loud. Yeah. We yeah. don't need to point out the obvious. Correct. And you're open to solutions maybe after some space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say, I mean, Hunter, like if I could give any huge um, compliment to you, you are probably one of the most coachable kids I've ever can't come across. He loves feedback. He takes feedback. I mean, I tell him all the time, I work with grown adults that don't know how to take feedback. And this kid can take feedback, but I love your feedback on giving feedback, which is, yeah, just, just space and make sure you're in a, in a space to hear it. So I love that. Is there anything that I have done? Be gentle. Um, I don't know. You've been on my good side a lot recently. Nothing, nothing really <laughs> pops and pops in my mind. So. That's only because I've been buying you food. Yeah, I don't know. We'll keep doing it. Keep mm. it up. Okay. 
Um, so Hunter also being the amazing kid that he is prepared for this podcast. I have not. Um, so I'm just going to let him kind of take it away and read some of the pointers of, you know, some other things from a teenager perspective, what has really worked for him. Um, and before he, he speaks, I will say Hunter's an amazing kid, but I'm not going to take all the credit for that. That is 100% who God designed him to be. He's been that way since he was born. His dad and I are always like, how did we get such an easy kid? How did we get such an easy kid? He genuinely just has a heart of gold. Um, but I, I do think there were some things that we did right. There were some things that that didn't work for us when we were teenagers. And I think us being so young, we were so, like you said, just super aware of that. Um, and we tried to bring that into our parenting with you. So go ahead, build up my ego, share share what really helped. But I want you to share it from a perspective of like a mom that's listening that might have a 12-year-old or a 13-year-old coming up to teenage years. Like what really helped you? Um, so like when I, I, this is just something I remember very vividly back when we lived in like Iowa, like something you would do, like a word that's kind of stuck with me. It's like grace. Like you used to give me a bunch of grace. And I know some people might think, oh, you give your kid grace. They're just going to keep doing it and doing it and expecting grace. But I thought you had a healthy balance of it. Like, and you knew when to give me grace and when not to, like, there was sometimes like, for example, I'd be out playing with my friends. You asked me to take out the trash and I just like, I just forget. Like sometimes you forget. And then you get mad at me and you'd like, go take out the trash. I'd take out the trash. And then instead of saying, all right, no friends now, since you forgot, I was like, that would have just pissed me off more than said, all right, I'm going to show you some grace. Uh-huh. Next time, don't let it happen again. Um, and that was something like I, to this day, like this was like back when I lived in Iowa, like seven or eight years ago. And I still remember that. So. And are I you saying that. me giving you grace, you actually did try to take out the trash the next time? Mm-hmm. And it was, it wasn't like every time, like I messed up, but you had a healthy balance and it was like little things that you gave me grace. Like if it was like, like, like I remember one time I threw a rock at this kid's head because he was pissing me off. (laughs) Um, And you didn't give me grace for that, which I mean, I don't think you should have, but like you had a good balance of giving me grace and punishing me. No, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um. Another thing you've actually been struggling with a little bit, but you've been doing a lot better job is like when you're dealing with something or like, um, like dealing with your own problems, instead of taking it out on us, you've been like telling us, like you've been communicating saying, Hey, I'm not in the best mood right now. Just give me a little, like, I'm going to go upstairs, take like a little chill pill. I'll be back. I'll cook dinner. You guys go watch a show. I'll be back in a little bit. Or you give us to dad or something like that. Give us to dad. Yeah, instead of taking this out on – instead of taking, like, your anger or whatever you're going with out on us. And, mm. I mean, sometimes you used to do that. And I remember, and I was like, okay, this is just mm. bullshit. Please stop. So you're so it's okay that you see that I'm angry. Mm-hmm. But what's helpful for you is for me to say, I'm angry, dude. I'm in a mood. It's not about you. But I need some space. Yeah, yeah. And you don't take offense at offense of that. I'd rather you say that than just take it out out all on me or like on the kids or like uh-huh. little things like that. Uh-huh. And you don't think I'm a bad mom for being angry? Uh uh-uh. oh, everyone's angry at some point. Once a month, angry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true, and that actually is something I took from your feedback. We like to ask our kids for feedback, um, not all the time, but every now and then, and that is something that you guys have said. Um, so yay. I'm glad that you've seen an improvement on that. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else? Um, I don't think so. I mean, that about, that's all my 
thoughts that I wrote down. So. I love it, dude. So, yeah. so well said. So beautiful. Um, can I share a little bit about our relationship that I love? Go ahead. Okay. So the two things that I feel like, you know, I'm, I feel really blessed to have an 18-year-old son that comes to talk to me about friendships, relationships. I am not the mom that he comes to talk to about baseball. That's what he talks to his dad about. Um, but he does come to me to talk about life, I feel like. Mm-hmm. What what has made that easy for you to do? Because I know there's a lot of kids that don't feel comfortable doing that. Um, just knowing like that, uh, like our conversation stays between us. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to go tell your mom or tell dad or anything or tell like all that. The people listening yeah, to tell this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I appreciate like our conversation is our conversation. Um, and like, I've heard you like on the phone with like your mom or like, uh, your sisters or brothers and you give really good advice. I feel like, um, and, shameless yeah. plug. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, yeah. I love that. I, those are my favorite conversations. When he comes into my office, he sits in my chair and we just chat. We promise you'll do that in college. Sure. Call me every day. Sometimes twice Once a day. Once a month. Three times a day. And just tell me all the things. Okay. Um, and that took a little bit to get there. I would I would definitely say I think I think your advice earlier was really helpful in getting us there. I didn't push and pry um, and all that. So that's something I love about our relationship. The other thing that I think um, I'm really proud of, uh, Paul, my husband and I as parents, we have this line in our house. It's called, do you know what line I'm about to say? Mm. Something about freedom. Mm-mm. You don't know the line. I say it like a hundred times. It it's again. your freedom. Oh, your freedom to lose. It's your freedom to lose. Oh, I so we've that. taken the approach with our kids where we're going to trust them. We're going to extend trust. And I know in the world today that can be really, really scary, but it's worked with Hunter and we're going to do it with number two and we'll see what happens with number three. But um, <laughs> I was number three. So anyways, but um, the, your, your freedom to lose. We've really given Hunter. I mean, he still considers us one of the stricter parents, which is so funny to me, but um for the most part, we have totally given them the freedom when they've asked for stuff. You know, obviously, like our kids get phones a lot later than most other kids. We don't allow them to do sleepovers. Like we have some stricter rules. But for the most part, if Hunter asks to do something, we let him do it. And if he bites, puts his foot in his mouth or, you know, gets himself in trouble, that's on him. And now he gets to be the one to blame for why he lost it versus me just saying, no, I'm worried about this or I'm scared this might happen. I can't I can't let you do that. Um, what? That's another, I don't know, it just kind of reminded me, something that you told me that your mom used to do is like when you asked her to do something, your mom used to just say no and wouldn't give you a reason. Yes. And like when I ask you something, you say no, you always like tell me why no. And like most of the time, it is very helpful Mm because I did like sometimes like I know dad did this to me recently. Like I'd ask, he he told me to go mow the lawn or something. And I was like, can I do it later? And he was like, no. And I was like, why not? He just said, no, go do it. And I was like, can you please tell me why you can't just do it later? It's 10 in the morning. Right. said, no, go do it. And I was like, all right. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that kind of goes along with the like, uh, no, I love that because that that is true. You're absolutely right. I didn't I didn't always get that growing up. Um, I don't think a lot of us did, and that's no no you know no no diss to my parents. Yeah, that's not just, a diss to Grammy. Not I love Grammy very yeah. much. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Grammy, if you're listening. No, but it's true. It's true. Like a huge pet peeve of mine is when adults demand respect from kids, teenagers, but they're not willing to give it as well. And so I think I I've took the approach of when people tell me no, I want to know why. So why wouldn't I extend that to my kids? And so I think that was just kind of a non-intentional way of trying to 
yeah, kind of keep you in the loop and treat you with respect. I think it, it, anybody would want to understand the reason. Like there's, there's no, there's no, nothing wrong with that. So I love that. Um, and I think the last thing I wanted to share, you sort of shared it when you were talking about the lawn, um, something I've noticed that's really important to young people, at least the young people under my roof, including Hunter, is they they will they will do whatever I ask them to do. They really will. They don't always want to do it on my timeline, right? Like doing the dishes, doing whatever. And to me, I had two ways of parenting. The f- early part of Hunter's childhood was a lot of me yelling, controlling, it has to be done now. And occasionally I still get in that mode. But for the most part, it's like, why? Why, why do I have to be so tied to it? And of course I get it as parents. Sometimes there is a timeline and it has to be done totally fine. But what's worked really well is that freedom piece, giving them freedom. This is what I need to do. You have 24 hours to get it done. You have the weekend to get it done. Um, And I think it's taught Hunter a lot of really good like life skills of organizing your day, managing your time, but also like doing what you say you're going to do without like me on your ass about it. You know, Mm -hmm. do you think we've done that? Or did I just make that up? No, yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. <laughs> okay. Well, is there anything else you would love to share? Or I don't think so, no. Tell everyone how much you love me, and I'm just like the best. She's pretty good. <laughs> best I've ever had. Best you've had. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Thanks. All right. Well, buddy, thank you for coming on my podcast. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. I'm sure the ladies are going to love you. Yep. Well, follow me on IG at hcoville. Oh, stop, 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 stop. stop. I will not be putting his information in the show notes, but y'all, if you can find him, he's a great catch. Um, great kid. He's going to be playing baseball next year. And I'm just, yeah, super, super proud of you. And I love you. Thanks. I love you too. Hi, it's me again. If you've listened all the way through, I want to thank you so much for tuning into this conversation with me and my oldest son. It's such a, um, a it it is my story. It's the beginning of my story, having him so young. And I I will say it to the day I die. I, I must have done something right to have gotten that one. And as always, if there was anything in this episode specifically, or maybe just in the energy of how I am in my relationships, Um, that maybe you want to learn more. Come follow, get in my community, get some of my free offerings. Um, Come and work with me. I would love, love, love to share this because the relationship I have today is built on a huge foundation of the work that I teach. Like truly these tools have changed everything. Um, And I want everyone to be able to experience that with their kids, their partner, their friends, their in-laws, their moms you know, that's, that's why we're here. So that's what I believe is my mission. And that's the mission of find her wild coaching um, to help women really create the life they love with those they love most. So please share this work. Um, if you like the podcast, come back next week, make sure you share it, save it, subscribe, rate, and leave a review. I'll see you guys next week.